Start it up then. Bob. This is Chuck. This is Huey. This is the Bo Chewy Podcast. <laughs> Coming to you live from the kitchen of Sarah. <laughs> it's not really my kitchen. <laughs> what are we doing here? We are going to do declining directors. Yep. And the premise for this was directors who seem to like start out of the gate really strong with their movies and then decline Excellent. over time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we found a lot of interesting stuff about this, sort of. And, well, the thing, uh, the thing for me is, is it, it, we found once we got into this, it was a lot more difficult. It really sucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had a super hard time with this. And every time I tried to look up somebody, it was like, oh, yeah, what about that guy? He's the, last, the last time I saw one of his movies, it was fucking awful. And it's like, oh, well, but yeah, he did that movie right before that movie, and then did this movie right after that movie, and then he didn't really decline. He kind of dipped. So uh, we're just, but we're gonna go through with what we found and what we came up with, and uh, and go from there. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go first because I'm mad at myself. So okay. So am did I going to decide, or did you want me to go first? Start I don't care. Off. You want to start us off? But, start us we off. actually had a pre-show meeting like seven minutes. Yeah, ago. Yeah, like <laughs> we all decided the order, and now you're just messing this up. So fucking go. Did we, have a dis- we did. We did. We just oh. talked about where were you? I'm like now. I didn't know where I was going. I'm talking into a forty. <laughs> you want me to go? Go ahead. Go. Alright, I just want to state this is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part is not only did you say that, you have it written on the top of your sheet. <laughs> it says my opinion. <laughs> wow. For our uh, YouTube video followers out there. No. <laughs> I went in depth like you you said on your text. I went in depth. Yeah, so I, I, I when I got into this research I started finding that you can do some interesting math with the Rotten Tomato score and, and you can actually see the decline based on the Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. So go ahead. My director is Tim Burton. I got a little spiel about him real quick. It sounded like that should have been really dramatic. He was born yeah. in 1958. He's born August 25th, so he's... Oh, yeah, like two days away from me, man. Yeah, dude. Nice. Hell yeah. Um... He is known for dark, gothic, eccentric, and quirky fantasy films. Yes, you were born is. in 1958? No, August. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is known for blockbusters such as Pee-wee. Batman, yeah, that's one of the greatest movies Batman ever Batman Returns. Made. Also two of the greatest movies uh, ever made. One of the films that I hate of his, Planet of the Apes. So I don't know why he's known for that. Because garbage. It, it made a shit ton of money. It did make a shit. Why though? I don't like Big that. Big Fish, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and the other film that I hated is Alice in Wonderland. I also do not like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. On uh, Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> note, it generated <laughs> over a billion dollars, even though it's closer. So let me get that wolf out of here. <laughs> wolf, holy shit! So with Tim Burton, there's three movies that I can't stand. Two are uh, Mars or. Uh, Planet of the Apes and Alice in Wonderland. The other one's Mars Attacks. You guys ever see that one? Oh, no. I remember watching Mars Attacks. No. Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid. Terrible. So then I took your... <laughs> I had a little spiels written down, but I'm not yep. going to do that. I just took your uh, idea for Rotten Tomatoes and yep. broke it down. So yep. these are the good movies that I like of Tim Burton. Okay. Uh, he's made 18 feature films as a director. That's what I got. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, the 80s, he had Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, and Batman. Pee-wee got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a great movie. Beetlejuice got an 82%. That's also a great movie. And Batman got a 72%. Ooh. 
Why does Batman have a 72%? I don't know. It was this dawn of the comic book movie, man. Yeah. And, I mean, you're t- going from what people thought Batman was, which was the campy Adam West um, version of it, and then you take it to this dark, gritty place. I don't think critics were exactly ready for that. And, I mean, on a movie, I've heard I've heard people say, like, they go back and it doesn't hold up, but it Batman does hold holds up. up. It I holds thought up. It's it holds up. Movie. I mean, yeah, it's it's... It's it does have its own share of camp to it, but it's I thought it was, I still think it's fun. I'll watch I think it's it. a great. I, film. I at least it watch is. it once a year. I like, like I love Batman. Okay, so in the nineties it goes Edward okay. Scissorhands, which is a great film, eighty nine percent, which is also a Christmas movie. If you think yeah, and Anthony kind Michael of. Hall's a dick in that movie. Yeah, yeah he is. It's a good movie. Yeah, he yeah. Is. but he looks like all that like, starts his. Uh, oh, that continues his relationship. You know, when I was a writer. kid, I got him confused with Anthony Death. Michael Hall. No, no, Tim Burton. Oh man, I can't. She was in Beetlejuice. Now she's in Edward Scissorhands. Yep. Sure. So he, he, she was his Johnny Depp. Until he gets Johnny Depp, and, <laughs> and then he then he adds then he's Helena Bonham the writer. and Helena Bonham. They Carter. used to be married until 2014. Yeah, not married they, anymore. They divorced, right? Hel- Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. I yeah. was gonna say Winona Ryder. All right, God, man. After Edward Scissorhands, we got Batman Returns with an 81. percent That's a good movie. That's a Christmas that's a good movie, movie too. That is also and a Christmas then movie. another 90s movie, which is my favorite, is uh, Ed Wood. 92 percent. 92 percent for Ed Wood. That's his top Rotten Tomatoes. So is that is that, is that his peak then? Is that his peak? What year was that? 90s. I don't know exact the exact year for Big Fish. I don't care. Or for Ed Wood. I don't know either. 96, I think. I don't know. 95, Okay, maybe? all right, 94. all right. Because, okay, when I'm going back to the 90s, I mean, Tim Burton was, like, if he was making a film, you knew it was going to be good. Yeah. You know? He you figured. Know I mean? It was one so of So then those. he continued then. In the, first, in the 2000s. Okay. He had, uh, well, I only, well, I'll go back to the bad. In 96, back he did Mars Attacks. Yeah, that's bad. So then in the 2000s, Shit. you did uh, Planet of the Apes. That was a one. Which I, I don't understand the Planet of the Apes thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. people love those we films. We skipped Sleepy Hollow. I know. I was just going to go to that next. That was in 99. 94 was Ed Wood. Okay. Uh, Sleepy Hollow got a 67%. And that's one of the movies I put in the category of okay. Johnny Depp. It was okay. I didn't hate it. it. Was I didn't okay. love it. It was okay. I, I remember seeing it. It was okay. The I sleepless, the headless horseman pissed me off. When it, whenever the I Christopher can, Walken headless horseman. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I see it streaming, I don't watch it. I mean, it's not it's, a bad movie, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> great. But it's, it's one of those great. things you just you see it, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that film. But I'm not gonna watch so it. So in the 2000s, we continue with Big Fish, which got a 77, percent which is that's good. That's a decent film. Yeah. Charlie and Chocolate Factory got 82, yeah. percent which okay. So let's talk about that one for a second. I I that one was giant up. <sighs> Yeah, but it, that one it bothered me because we grew up on. Yeah, Jane. but it, it it was a different take on it. it well, it was also truer towards the the source material. I get that, but man, I just can't. I know Gene Wilder, man. It was still a good movie, though. Gene Wilder. It was still a decent movie. Yeah. I think the generation behind us who didn't grow up with the Gene Wilder one, um, I think they like it better than what we did. I remember having really low expectations for that movie and then I watched it and yeah. I'm like, this wasn't as bad as I thought it, it's it was a, Well, be. there are some fun parts to it. He does take a nice twist to it. All right, continue. So I mean, then, uh, let me get this out there though. Fuck that movie. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, like, that's one of those like, hey, let's remake, let's remake a movie that there's nothing wrong with. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, I that's, fucking, that's the thing. I fucking that, hate that. that. that <laughs> it was genius, you know? Fuck you. All right, then we continue on in the, two, in the 2000s to Tim Burton's Corpse Bride. Oh yeah, Garbage. I didn't. Yeah, that was good. Got an eighty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I went to the theater and saw it. They had the volume playing extremely loud, so for like an hour and a half, 
volume excruciatingly hurting my ears. That movie's playing, so I didn't like it just based on that. Can can we take a step back here for a second, though, and kind of ask, have you ever been to the movies, Bob, where you had a pleasurable experience? Because every time you go to yeah. a movie, it's there's all these families and children, and it's too loud, it's too hot, it's too cold. Yes. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so can I, can I ask One a question time. real quick? So when, we, we're, when we're doing this, we're not talking about stuff that they've creatively produced just strictly directed because yeah. like that's the, what i did the night otherwise because like much. the night before, before christmas is part of that whole animation claymation he didn't direct thing, it, but he, he wrote didn't it direct it, it right but what what's the claymation stuff that he specifically directed i guess is my just question right that oh and that's just terrible yeah man all right continue. Just all right so then in the 2000s we go to from 05 to 07 and i've never seen this i got three movies in the category i've never saw is sweeney todd I saw yeah, I, yeah, I did too. I, I, I wasn't I, really looking forward to like I wasn't a fan. musicals or anything. I wasn't like a fan. I, I always liked the idea of Sweeney Todd, like the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. I, I think it's cool. Like, I mean, he basically chops people, he kills people, dumps them out of their chair down a hole. Then a hole goes into a butcher's shop, and they make the people into meat pies and sell them. It's the wolf, and it got back in here. And I dropped Fucking the wolf, I dropped man. the cap to my forty. And my dog came and scooped it up. <laughs> all right. I never watched it. But you said it was all right? It's, it's all right. got 86% as well. Some of the singing was not good. It just wasn't. I never... Like, yeah, I never, well, I remember, I remember when it came out. I mean, I think people were just tired of the... Uh, going after the singing art, you know. The, the aesthetic part of it. Like, Sweeney Todd's a musical. I mean, right. it's a yeah, Broadway yeah, musical. Yeah. But the aesthetics of it look good. I, like, you can't... You know what? Johnny Depp's a great actor. He's not a good singer. I didn't really like it. I remember that. And Helena Bonham Carter, I'm tired of seeing her at this point. I mean, stop. She always looks like she's sick. And <laughs> it looks like she's on the verge of jaundice. But, like, <laughs> at, any, at any moment. Like, and I know that's not jaundice. fair to say. But it, she looks like she has a terminal illness. And that's not to... All right. She could be dead so, right now. And I would, if you told me she died of lupus, I'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yep, yep, yep. anyway, is uh, came out in '09. I also Wonderland. I never watched it. Didn't like it. Saw it in the theater in 3D. It was okay. Helena Bottom Carter. They put it. makeup on her to make her not look jaundiced. That's another. Yeah, like the Depp, evil twin right? or something like Johnny that. Depp was Mad Hatter. Right? She was a queen of hearts. Oh right? uh, yeah, they made a big deal about it. Yeah, like, he's not a huge character, but they made him into a huge character, right? Yeah, they did. And he looked fucked up. Yeah, I just I, I, what? I never even saw a sequel either. And just there was the Alice in Wonderland got a fifty-two percent Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. is bad. But the movie generated over a billion dollars yeah, worldwide. People started really the like trend it. for these live-action Disney adaptation movies. And this is a fact: if Tim Burton wouldn't have made that movie, Kim Jong Un would have never rose to power. Okay, <laughs> Fucking a dude. Thank you, Tim Burton, for the rise of Kim Jong-un. Fuck Jong you, North Korea, <laughs> for the threat. <laughs> so then from 2009, uh, we go into the 2010s with Dark Shadows. Yeah. The, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. How many of us knew that Dark Shadows, that movie was based I tried TV watching. Show. I didn't even get through the whole it's thing. based off of a TV show. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. It was based off a TV show that happened back before I cared about garbage. TV shows. It's garbage. Yeah. It yeah. got a whopping 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. I think they automatically spot him 20%. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Tim Burton. We'll give him 20% off the bat. Well, then in 2012, he came out with his like third version of Frankenweenie. 
never seen good. it. I liked it. It was good. Never seen it. It was good. I watched it with the kids. It was real good. It's I well can see reviewed. that it's a kids movie. Yeah, it got a eighty-seven uh, percent. Yeah, Frank and Weenie's great. Then we any move version, along to any the movie version that's, that's great. In twenty fourteen, came out. It was a true story um, called Big Eyes. Never even watched it. I watched it. It was the fell in the category of it's okay. Big fucking eyes, but nice fucking. Yeah, fish. it was about this woman who painted pictures with people with big eyes, and her husband took credit for it for these so many years until she called him out on it eventually. And he's a big fraud, and she got nothing basically. Wow, that's depressing. I don't exactly remember. What did Johnny? Like I said, it was just okay. What did Johnny Depp play in that one? He wasn't in it. <laughs> okay, what did it Helen? was uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, he was the bad uh, guy during his uh, I'm hot time, right? Yeah, he's a good actor anyway. He is a good actor. And then it was Amy Adams in her I look fugly phase. Which is which is always. She never looks really good. Amy Adams. Yeah. She was Lois Lane, Lois bro. Lane. Arrival. Yeah, Arrival. Yeah. Did you watch Arrival? Yeah. Arrival was good. Muppets. Arrival was good. Like, Nothing to do with Tim So Burton. you're telling me, like, with all those movies she was in, Muppets, Arrival, she always has a fugly? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because she's got red hair? Are you gingerphobic? I guess so. That yeah, must be that's, that must be what it is. That must be what it is. You are married to Hispanic girls. So. I mean... <laughs> you can't get farther from a redhead. Well, my wife. <laughs> no, you can't. So then um, we go from 2014 to 2016, which is another category I never saw. Which is that, that this Peregrine's House for Peculiar Children wasn't that based off a book or something? It, it is. It's based. Never off, saw it. It's based off a book. It's got Eva Green, which is the new Helena Bonham Carter. It's uh, oh, God. 63%. Rotten Tomatoes. Never saw that one either. Um, I heard it was... I wanted to see it. Never I, saw it. I, 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 I think wanted, it's on HBO now. Yeah, I actually love Eva Green. She's great. Um, she was the chick... She was the girl in Casino Royale. Yeah, she was Bond girl. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was uh, Vespa. Vespa. And, uh, the one girl he loved. Yep. And um, Fuck her, man. She hurt James Bond. Fuck her. <laughs> she was a witch in Penny Dreadful, too. Bitch. Not a witch, but something. Um, it was... Uh, the. I know it was based off the books... And everything else. I heard it was just long. Like I think Sarah yeah, I watched it. it. I wanted to. It looked cool. I just never got so around to it. I wanted to, too. I wanted when to see it. When you look at his movies, fun. like, here's what's weird. So if you go from 85 through early 90s is, like, when he has all these films that we would can be, we would be, like, yearning for as that's our childhood. Pee-wee, Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, right? It's kind of funny if you say yearn for Pee-wee. So I took I took his sorry. eighteen movies and I did some stats just because that idea you said yeah and his eighties movies Rotten Tomato averages which Rotten Tomatoes is kind of weird with averages from older movies it can be you know what I mean mm-hmm. sometimes they're not always like right or what you think they should be like why how can they go back and see the well movies, you got you, know, like, you also got to understand too is a lot of these guys will go in there they're not they're not criticizing the movie they're, they're criticizing the art and the direction and the lighting and and the thing about rotten tomatoes is too people can go back yeah go back and change their reviews people can yeah. go back and look at a movie and have it it could have terrible reviews or they reviewed it bad they go back and change the review in rotten tomatoes and, and if you ever score. go through if you ever go through rotten tomatoes too and you'll see like no. the the technical like the critics like it'll you know it won't just say like washington post or new york times or chicago tribune it'll be like this guy's blog and then this blog and it's all counts as critics reviews too. Well, isn't so it, sometimes even like those geeky movies that like you're like you're like, "Oh man, this got a 65%. This isn't I thought this was going to be bad." And it could be a bunch of So, but the, I guess the guess technically they have journalism. I took right? um passes. I don't know. his movies and I did averages by decades. So his 80s movies Rotten Tomatoes 
averages. It's an 81%, which yep. is good. It is good. That's yeah. really good. Yep. I'd say so. His 90s average is a little lower. It's 72%. Yep. But that ain't bad. He only had three movies in the 80s, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then you dip down in the 2000s, and he goes to a 51%. Ouch. So what is it about Tim Burton that has declined? Is it people are just tired of his style? Or is he just... He doesn't... I think his creative juices are running out, to be honest with you. I don't think... He's never had an... Or he just phones it in. (laughs) No. Maybe he's gotten so used to doing stuff, he's just like, okay, let's do this. You know, that Liz Miss Peregrine's his last movie he's coming up with. Uh, live action, live adaption of Dumbo. That's his next big feature yeah. film coming out in uh, 2019. Which, if you think about it, could be it could be a it could be com- cool a comeback for him because yeah. the Disney thing is really hot right now. Yeah, but he the Alice in Wonderland is what started that Disney trend mm-hmm. of live movies like that. You know, and they all haven't been bad, but I haven't seen all of those either. I have only seen The Lion King. Not uh, so wait, you Jungle stupid Book. ass Jungle Book. The Lion King's coming. John Favreau's yeah. doing that. I watched Beauty and the Beast, and it's just basically like watching the cartoon. Which... You know what? I was a little mad about that. I mean, they they acted well, but they it was shot for shot from the cartoon. They put no creative direction on it whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway. So then uh, he goes to the 2010s average. Just That's what his movies now is back up to 65%, which, you know, it ain't bad. No. But then I look at all the movies on a whole, and they're just like in the 80s, 80s. There's just some of those bad ones, like Planet of the Apes and Mars Attacks and Dark Shadows was a real bad one. You know, that movie was just stupid. That's like his worst one of his career. That's like one of those movies I've never heard anyone say shit about. No, ever. neither have I. I never was like, walked in somewhere and talked to somebody, and they are like, yeah, watch Dark Shadows. The other night. <laughs> no one has, that movie is forgotten. Yeah, you don't see it on anything. No. It's the, terrible. Um, you ever watch the show King of Queens? Yeah. Pat Oswalt character Spence, he talks about dark shadows all the time. Yeah. And he goes to dark shadows conventions and stuff. But not really? <laughs> not because of the Tim Burton movie, because of the stupid old TV show with the vampire. Oh, and then his overall average of his 18 movies is 73%. That's higher than I thought it would be. I know, exactly. I thought I was going to be lower than that, too. He's so, got... And then six, 14 of his 18 films are 60% or better. And he's got 10... Certified Fresh, which is are they are they doing a Beetlejuice sequel? Yeah, I heard they were supposed to with with Michael Keaton. It's on its IMDb as when I just checked it. Yeah, okay, all right. And I keep hearing they're going to do it, but I don't know. Just bite your tongue. You're eating a pretzel. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie. cookie. (laughs) All right, so Tim Burton. So all in all, Tim Tim Burton's Burton's really not all that bad. No, that's the problem we find when you got a guy who's got a long body of work like that, where it's like. Yeah. Well, what well you, the other the other problem you've been ru- I've been running into with these directors is that you you see like this trend where they they start with a couple of movies maybe not so good and they get really really good yeah and then they decline again but maybe they have that one gem in the middle of a bunch of crap that they made that kind of throws it off you know maybe it could be just like he really wanted he loved Dark Shadows when he was younger maybe that's it and then he wanted to do a movie and it just wasn't that good I don't know. Yeah, him and the seven other people that like Dark Shadows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that are still alive. I think yeah. Johnny Depp didn't want to do it, but he was contractually obligated. To work with Tim Burton? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times. <laughs> I was going to think like of a seven joke. or eight collaborations between Depp and Burton. I didn't ever count it. I'm sure there's a lot, though. All, All right. right. So, yeah, that's my director was Tim Burton. I thought, you know, I had a bad uh, outlook on him. be like, man, this dude's just got nothing bad, not nothing good, but he's turned out to be pretty decent. 
more I, than I expected. I don't mean to spoil Huey's at all. I just looked over at your paper, Huey, and you have all these like percents and all I these do. years, and then off to the side it just says Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, Tim Burton, which leads us to the number two. That's Huey. Which is Huey. Okay. So chug that beer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm it. gonna throw a curveball at you guys. Mm. So the mm. director you thought I'm gonna throw out there, I'm not gonna throw out there. Mm. Okay, so you're not so, gonna throw the director you said you were? Nope. So, so why did you lie to me, The man? first one he, like he, he directed was called uh, Tarantula. He also did a movie called Doodlebug. And then he got really hot with a movie called Memento. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yep, Christopher Nolan. He's only gotten better. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Nolan's fucking awesome, <laughs> dude. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's that's fucking, not him. All right, so, all right back, to, back to the original shit. Okay, so um, this is Spinal Tap, first movie. Rob Reiner? Rob Reiner, man. I've never seen it. You've never seen This Is Spinal Tap? This, when this one goes to 11. I'm not even joking. I want to. I just never got around to it. I think I've only seen like 30% of it. That's a classic, man. That Goodbye, Springfield. Good There'll be no encore. Oh, that's the, I you never, really know that quote because it's part of pop cult. You never watched the movie? I no. watched the Simpsons episode quite a bit. Oh. God, I know that this goes to eleven, but I never watched it. I guess I should, huh? That's yeah. You should. That's a great film. It's one of its. It's 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 actually his highest critically reviewed movie. Ninety five percent. Ninety five. More, more than Ed TV. Actually, wasn't in that. Or he was in that. He didn't. Yeah. See, that's the problem with. That was Ron Howard. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> the problem with Rob Reiner is he was he's dark also, tower producing motherfucker. He's acted in more shit than he has directed. He's Rob a, Reiner? Yeah, he's in a lot. He was a TV actor for years. Well, yeah, on All in the Family. I didn't, a, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. So this guy, when he was skinny. So let's think about, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about his, uh, his awesomeness and then decline. Okay, so this is Spinal Tap. Uh, then a movie, I actually never seen this movie, Sure Thing. And that's when he made fun of me because Kuzak is in it. Ah, that's funny. And I was like, sure question thing. mark, what year did Kuzak, that come out? what the hell? 85. Hmm. Okay, then next movie, Stand by Me. Oh, that's yeah. a good movie. Classic. Okay, then that's what that's what created that song. <laughs> wow. Wait. No, it didn't. Keeping you on your toes, audience. Checking my notes. All right. Um, Princess Bride. I love that movie. movie. Which you cannot argue. Oh, actually, I sorry, I take that back. Princess Bride is ninety-seven percent. Spinal right. Tap's ninety-five. Can I say something real quick Princess about Princess Bride? Bride? Awesome. Do you know that I the first time I saw that movie was like three months ago? Yeah, I figured you haven't seen it ever. You're kidding me. No, I watched it like three months ago, and here's the thing. I'm not gonna dispute how much fun it is because it is a cool movie. I liked it. But I don't have the reverence for it as like everybody else in my generation does because you didn't watch it when you were a kid. I didn't watch when I was a kid. We are officially looking for a third party for our <laughs> podcast. You um missed out on a great childhood movie. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a great bad. movie, dude. Andre the well, Giant is badass in that movie. You are a pathetic human being. I am. You know, um yeah, I I am. I saw it. hey motherfucker, I saw it. I like it. Yeah, eventually you saw it. Yeah. 30 years. Later. I don't even want to continue. I only watched it because Columbo's in it. <laughs> I just one more question. Uh, and you like the younger version of Fred Savage, you fucking sicko. I only like him when he's with his brother. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> like a little monster. So that was in 87. <laughs> 89 when Harry met Sally. Okay. I've only seen bits and pieces of that movie. Good never movie. never the whole way through all. Good I movie. Oh, back in the early days of the internet when I didn't just I didn't realize there was porn on it. I just watched Meg Ryan <laughs> pretend she had an orgasm over and over again. <laughs> 
that story's not true, but <laughs> I got a disapproving look. What from was Bob the? On that uh, one. <laughs> Let me check my notes. Yeah, what was the? Uh, Tomato ah. score on when Harry went sailing. Eighty nine. Okay. Next movie. Good. Next movie. Misery. That's a great movie. He directed that movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's a great. Kathy movie. Bates won the Academy Award. How is that not his like top rated movie? That's a badass movie. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get above Princess Bride. What's movie, what's you know? uh? I like Misery more than Princess Bride. <laughs> that's because you watched it when you were younger. You fucking asshole. I read the book too. Oh, okay. Next movie. No, wait. You, what was the Rotten Tomatoes on? Jesus Christ. 89. What was the RT on that? That was the year it was made. Oh, uh, no. Misery <laughs> came out in 90 with 89%. <laughs> okay. Check my notes. Next I'm movie. Be quiet now. <laughs> no, it was just. It was just funny. You were like, he was like 89. You just asked him the Rotten Tomatoes score. You can go 89. You go, that was the year it was made. <laughs> next <laughs> next movie. Didn't really say it. Sorry, the wolf. The wolf has been sprayed. Keep that wolf down. <laughs> next movie, Few Good Men. All right. That was him? Good movie. Yeah. He directed that movie. Okay. Now, like that one. now we start getting into some shit. He peaked. So this is probably when he stopped doing drugs. And we start going into 1994 considered one of the worst films ever made, one of the worst critically panned movies, one of the worst financial loss movies called North. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruce With, Willis uh, and Elijah Wood. Elijah yeah. Wood. I saw that movie. It's all right. a dream, isn't it? Once. He wants new parents. I watched it when I was a kid, so I didn't really... Was it now, it? shout out to Micah for never allowing me to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is before I met you guys. So, he, listen, listen to this. This is, this is um, Roger Ebert's review of North. I hated this movie. <laughs> hated, 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 hated this movie. Hated, hated every simpering, stupid, vacant, audience-insulting moment of it. Hated the sensibility that the thought of anybody would like it. Hated the implied insult to the audience by its belief that anyone would be entertained by it. Whoops. And for those who don't know, Roger Ebert, out of Siskel and Ebert, Roger Ebert was the one who usually took it yeah. easier on kids' yeah. movies, and Siskel would just yeah. walk up and be like, yeah, this movie was terrible. Yeah. Roger Ebert was like, it's not made for you, it's fine. Like, it's a fine movie. And Ebert, he recognized that there's different audiences Yeah, for there's movies. different yeah. audience for movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, yeah, he didn't like that one. <laughs> so, and so then, so that was an absolute disaster, okay? And then he goes in, he follows it up with a really good, I, I think this is a good flick. You guys remember American President? Uh, yeah, with, with Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Who else is it? Annette Benning. Yeah. So I, that yeah. was a good movie. That that one was reviewed okay. Got ninety percent uh, yeah. score. It's a good movie. Good flick. Okay. But then after that, it is just a sheer decline. Okay. It's hard for me to take Michael Douglas seriously after he said he got throat cancer from doing cutting <laughs> 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 Like now, when I see him in any movie, like Wall Street, because I mean, that no, he's if the best any part movie of that. he's in now, he's got a goatee to hide his fucked up chin or his fucked up throat. Because he, he was in, uh, he was just in a uh, comic book. Movie. Like, was Ant-Man. he? Ant-Man. Was he going down on xenomorphs or some no, shit like that? No, he was Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine, Z- <laughs> Catherine Xenomorph Jones. Xenomorphs. <laughs> xenomorphs. <laughs> okay, so in, in his in his mid eighties, starting with this is Spinal Tap, into the nineties, he was averaging a ninety percent seven films at ninety percent rating. That's Average. Pretty nice. freaking good. Okay. Yes. So then you start. Then he, then he had the American president, and then he started declining. So then he, here, here we go. Wait, Ghost, wait. What year is the American president? So, uh, that was in ninety five. Okay, so that, okay. 
All right. So after this, it, it just becomes a disaster. Ghosts of Mississippi. Never seen it. Uh, next. I, I think. I think <laughs> next. I think Oprah. Next. Oprah. I, I don't think you're. It. I don't think you're. If you're a white guy, you're not allowed to do that movie. I don't know. I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm just saying. The Story of Us, starring Bruce Willis. That movie was a bomb. Never Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, was that Michelle Pfeiffer, too? I think it was. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look. Ah, I'll look it up. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Up. Um, Alex and Emma, 11% rating. Because he's doing a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, so this, things, is, this is what I call... It was. This Michelle is what Pfeiffer. I call the rom-com burst. This is what happened. He, he started doing nothing but romantic comedies. Uh, rumor has it. The bucket list. Rumor uh, has it! You know what that movie's about? Rumor has it? I know what it's about. It's about I. You watched it. that, and you didn't watch the freaking Princess Bride. Oh, you idiot! Yeah, well, a girl made me watch Rumor Has It. The the. Steve. Hope she's an ex-wife. No, she's, I didn't. I've only been oh, married yeah, once, I'm only, and I'm, I'm the only asshole in here that has. Yeah, you have an ex-wife. Yeah. All right, uh-huh. continue. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Check your notes. Anyway, <laughs> so that movie is about that the mom in the movie. It's it is. The focus of the song, Mrs. Robinson. Here's to you, Are you Mrs. Serious? Robinson. Like the uh, the graduate. Yeah, I might get. I might be getting seven different movies mixed up in my fucking head, but I'm pretty sure I will find the synopsis for for Rumor Has It. Better, and I'm almost better, positive. Better look it up. And it was Michelle Pfeiffer. It was the. It was Michelle Pfeiffer and Bruce Willis. That's the movie that spawned that Adele it's song. The story right? of us. What? <laughs> What? Then we get into the bucket list. <laughs> you know that's not a, that bad of a movie. Are you shitting me? That was a terrible movie. The Hulk was in Rumor Has It with Jennifer Aniston. I'm thinking Mark Ruffalo. Yes, Sarah Huttinger is a woman who learns that her family was the inspiration for the book and film The Graduate. Dustin Hoffman dropped the charges. fucking so, mic. I, I, did I didn't see that think movie. the bucket list was all that bad. It was all right. Forty six percent. It gets, wasn't that bad. Hey, Better than Dark Shadows. Uh, then he gets into a movie called Flipped, the the magic of Belle Isle, and so it, it goes. Being Charlie and LBJ, Shooter McGavin was in Rumor Has It. Was he really? Yeah. Did he, he get into some trouble too? Breakfast. Christopher McDonald. He got into some trouble, didn't he? I don't know. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I just watched Happy Gilmore. So the best Robin Hood ever was in was in uh, Rumor Has It. He had the best accent. Errol Flynn. Yeah, Errol Flynn. No, Kevin Costner, you you ingrates. Russell Crowe was a better Robin. No, I hated that freaking movie. <laughs> my oh favorite, my, my favorite part of Russell, not Russell. <laughs> oh, I think I knew that. That movie. God, was I hate that movie. Ridley Scott. He, that was. The oh, movie you know what? Twenty did a good Speaking one. of Ridley Scott, real, real I quick, have him in here as a. Kevin Costner did the best Robin Hood accent ever because sometimes he felt like he wanted to do it. And Morgan Freeman was in that movie. Right? As yeah, a token was. black guy, the painted man. He haunts my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, Kevin Costner. Rob Reiner started. Sorry, out I'm sorry. Averaging ninety percent Rotten Tomato ratings, and then the second half with 11, 11 films plus the one American President averages out to be a combined rating of thirty eight percent. You did pick a good one. That was a good one. He saw terrible. So his overall is thirty eight. His overall is sixty four percent when you combine every movie he's ever done. Okay. But his bad rom com era is. Thirty-seven point nine one, thirty-eight percent. That, that includes oh, sure. that for includes sure. the ninety percent. You know what that? American you know what that stands for, Huey? What? Cashing a paycheck. Cashing a paycheck. If you can make a buttload of movie by money just by doing that's whatever. what it is. You got into the rom-com joke and 
just made disaster films. Last time I saw Rob Reiner, he was a guest on uh, Bill Maher's show on Friday nights on HBO. I like the rendition of him on South Park. Plug. No, that, no, that's the thing. He did the uh, smoking's bad. The butt out, right? The butt out episode. Yeah. yeah, that that was good. So yeah, hopefully. Oh, well, he is doing a movie called Shock and Awe. That is the about the invasion of uh, the Iraq War. Did you say shuck and awe like the like shucking corn? Shock, shock, shock. Wow, shock that sounded really good. That's a oh, shit. The, uh, is that your beer? No, oh, no, good. beer's okay. I think it was his phone. Oh, that's okay too. My dog. So hopefully, hopefully the wolf's come back. The wolf will get it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your beer bottle? Oh no, she found the couch. She's good. Um, oh, totally shattered. No, it's not. I got to So, Rob Reiner, Tim Burton, those are good ones. I didn't do all the can aggregate, aggregate score kind of thing. I actually... Dude, did you phone it in? No, I fucking <laughs> spent like two hours doing this. <laughs> I know. So, uh, real... Uh, we'll do... Are we, are we, we're doing an honorable mention segment, so I'll yeah. mess with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll be we'll, next we'll round. But yeah. I, got, I, got a, I got a couple more. No, man. Yeah. There was a time in, in my life... Well, no, it's still going on. Where I decided directors who have I liked in the past, I wasn't. I'd see a movie of theirs, and I'm like, they're no longer getting a pass from me. This is over. You're you have a great filmography, and you pass are free. Yeah, you are done. Like just quit. You're not making good movies. Mm-mm. This guy falls into that category. Okay. It, no, you don't be looking at my notes, you some bitch. <laughs> and that's that's my honorable mention. Just wait. Okay, you'll be shocked. Uh, I did Wes Craven. I know his honorable. Wes Craven is a is a visionary film director. He's awesome. Mm. My favorite part about this is that he was born. This is in, interesting. My, he was born in August second, nineteen thirty nine. It's my birthday. What? He was born in nineteen thirty nine. Really? Do you know? In the first time he, the first movie he ever directed uh, was actually he directed porn starting in. 1971 no. under a pseudonym. He never directed it under his name, Wes Craven. Uh, he was. Didn't he do Piranha? No, that's J- uh, James Cameron did Piranha too. Oh, that's right. Uh, in 1972, he did Last House on the Left. Good movie. He was 33 years old. That was his first movie. 1972, he was 33. Um, it was actually X-rated at one point. He had to cut it back. It's a uh, version of the Virgin Suicides. He everything that he did was. It was a horror movie on the surface and had all this backstory to it. It's really pretty fascinating. Next movie he did was in 1977. It was Hell's Have Eyes. Oh, that's a good movie. Good yep, movie. That was, that was really a good, good movie. Too. 1981, he was 42 years old when he did wow. Deadly Blessing, with, which Deadly Blessing is not a really well-known seen movie. It. Didn't make a ton of money. It was all right. It's an okay movie. Um, it kind of showed off, though. Uh, it it kind of started showing his style a little okay. bit more as a dreamy kind of... It had Sharon Stone in it. Really? Uh, 1982, he did Swamp Thing. Good movie. I love that movie. Good yeah, movie. Swamp Thing was a big hit. He wanted to do it, and it showed that Craven could handle. There's titties in that movie. It could handle. There's yeah. titties in that movie. It, it showed <laughs> PG, that he, ain't it? I think. I think it is. <laughs> it showed that he could handle big, big budget special effects and stunts. And then at the age of 45 in 1984, his breakout hit, which was Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about Swamp Thing real quick. Go ahead. I love that TV show, even though it can't yeah, be cheesy. Oh, the USA love, TV oh, show? Yeah. I used oh, to watch yeah. it. I love oh, that yeah, show. Man. Okay, love Swamp Thing. Me okay. too. I used to have Swamp so. Thing toys. I had the toy where his hand would come off and it was on a string and you could push his legs together and it'd come back. He always seemed like he had like didn't he have like some like teardrop ball looking thing hanging from his eye? Well, yeah, yeah. The Alan Moore run yeah. of Swamp Thing was one of the great. That actually ties into one of my honorable Who? mentions. Continue. 
1984, he did Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't need to say much about that. That movie was all right. Yeah, it was just pretty good. You know, revolutionized <laughs> horror cinema. That's, yeah, that's okay. Right. I love that film. Um, it wasn't the greatest. Uh, then he did in 1980. Actually, he did in 1985. It was a total cash grab. He did Hills Have Eyes too. Yep. Which um, Hills Have Eyes too? He hates. He's disowned. He didn't like it. It was admittedly pretty much a cash grab. Um, it 90 percent of his clips from the original movie, and at one point the dog has a flashback in the movie. Like it shows the dog pans in on him and has a flashback of what the dog did in the first movie. <laughs> For real? I'm not. I'm Have not you seen it? Up. No. I never watched it. But I just know it's there. I've heard about this movie enough. I kind of think I have seen that movie, just like bits and pieces of it. He might have. Doesn't it have the same weird looking guy in it. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, that, you know I, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's Michael something. Yeah. Um, then in 1986, he did Deadly Friend with Christy Swanson. Uh, Deadly Friend was about uh, a boy and a girl who are friends, and they uh, are friends with an inventor, and the girl gets abused by her father and killed. And they bring her back as a robot that malfunctions and starts killing people. The thing about that is, uh, after the original test screening, the studio pressured Craven to go back and make cuts to make it more violent, to make it more uh, more Nightmare on Elm Street e. So actually, the original the movie that came out wasn't the cut that he wanted to do. Um, and actually, people as of like 2014 were petitioning for uh, them to release a director's cut of Deadly Friend. That, it's just not coming. So really, it was a heard of it. bad movie. Um, it's the movie, it's the clip on the internet where it shows Christy Swanson throwing a basketball yeah. through the, yeah. the 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 lady from the Goonies. It's pretty great. No, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't his fault that it got bad. 1987, he actually came back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, he wrote the Dream Warriors for 19 Elm Street Three. It was actually Chuck Russell who directed it. They actually brought him back to do it. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 because Nightmare on Elm Street 2 even though it made a ton of money people hated it yeah why didn't he direct it he didn't he never wanted Nightmare on Elm Street to be a series uh, and in fact he uh, he actually when they pitched they said hey Wes we want you to come back for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 this is 1987 he said okay this is what I want to do I want to bring Freddy into the real world and have him attack actors and they said no you're not going to do that. He's like, I want to take this whole meta approach. And they said no. So he came up with uh, the whole mental asylum thing and, you know, Nancy coming back. 1988 did Serpent and the Rainbow with Bill Pullman. I like that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's a good film. He goes down to uh, like South Serpent and the Rainbow. Serpent and the Rainbow. Never seen it. South Africa. He goes down there and it's about uh, people being back, brought back from the dead. It's really cool. Uh, then he did Shocker. Yep. Which was one of my favorite movies. It was a monox. It was it made some money, but it was pretty much a failure. The reason he did it was because he was under Universal now, rather than from New Line, and Universal told him to make hit them a Freddy Krueger. So he made them Horace Pinker, and the, <laughs> and the parallels to the movies to Nightmare on Elm Street and Shocker are there. Whereas Freddy kills people from dreams, Horace Pinker kills people through the TV and shit like that. Hmm. It's, it's, then People Under the Stairs. I like that movie. It's a good one. Saw it when it came out or the, around that time. But I don't really remember it. It's actually really good. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, is it creepy? Uh, he actually it's an it's in an urban environment. He it's a lot. Ving Rhames is in it. A lot urban? Of, you mean black people? Yeah, it's black. Okay. It, it is solely. It is the cast is black. There are no white people. Not really. Except no. for the People Under the Stairs. Are they white? No. It's good. No. It's a good movie. Uh, Nineteen ninety four. This is ninety four. He's fifty five years old. 
People Under the Stairs, 94? No, 91 oh. was People Under okay. the Stairs. 55 years old, 1994. That's when he got to do New Nightmare, which is exactly what he wanted to do. 94 was New Nightmare? Yep, wow. 94 was New I Nightmare, which is exactly yeah. what he wanted to do with the dream for Nightmare on Elm Street 3. He came back to direct New Nightmare. Um, it was actually one of the least successful Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Why? I've never seen it. But it's one of the most critically Yeah, I love that movie. 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, it's a great movie. People just weren't ready for it yet. Hmm. And here you go with something bad. In 1995, he did Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> With Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yep. That was a piece of garbage. Yep. Yeah, it was a piece of garbage. The thing was, too... That was uh, Wes Craven? Yep. Why would he... Wasn't that a comedy? He wanted it to be partly a comedy. Eddie Murphy went and wanted it to be a horror movie. He wanted to play everything straight. And Wes Craven had to tell him, you can't do all this straight. This is too stupid. To be straight. You're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw some comedy in here. I can see Eddie Murphy being like, I wanna be in charge of this. Even though it was a fucking bomb, um, it was one of his most successful movies. Really? Uh, yeah. It made a ton of money. The movie's horrible. And like it's developed a cult following, but it's still no good. And then in nineteen ninety six he hooked up with Kevin Williamson and they created yeah. together they created Scream. So here's the question I have in Scream. So I remember when it 97? F- yep, 1996. 96. When it, when that movie first came out and they were, did they did they plan on doing a sequel right away anyway? It wasn't that how it was pitched. They pitched on doing a sequel. Um when they pitched Scream. I th- think so. Um Williamson the thing was Kevin Williamson couldn't be hotter at the time. He was he was great at writing the teenagers of that time, yeah. the late 90s and what was going on. He was a great writer just you know what i mean kind of like how joss whedon was a great was really good at writing on like buffy and stuff like that it was i went just, back and watched that film not too long ago i was scream never i was never a huge fan of scream when i was that age just because oh. it i was kind of like anti everybody loved it you know everybody went and saw it and i went and saw it and i know i did too and, and i just became kind of anti i just became against the film but then uh, I went and rewatched it a couple years ago, and it that movie holds up, man. It's a great. good film. The movie's great, and and Wes Craven actually had a pretty good eye for talent. He when he casted Nev Campbell, yeah. Matthew Lillard, uh, Rose McGowan, David Arquette. I mean, that was David Arquette's probably most recognizable and best role. Um, Kill swallows. <laughs> <laughs> Doofy. 97. In 97, he hooks up again with Williamson, Scream 2. Yep. Uh, again, big hit. Yep. 97, uh, be- Scream yep. 2? Be- yeah. 97 was a year later, and Scream 2 came out. Yep. Um, and then because- Did they rush it, you think? No. Scream 2 is pretty good. No. I, I, I think I heard something about this. I think that when they pitched the movie Scream, he kind of gave this like 10-minute spiel afterwards what he thinks the sequel could be. Like They already had it planned out in their heads. And, and I think, I think they, they wanted to do a sequel to it. I think they had to change some the endings up because I guess I think with the script for Scream Two something happened with yeah, Scream Two it, like it got it leaked on the internet or something yeah. and they had to change it. Yeah, that, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, the, the the script got leaked online and they got pissed, so they changed the ending and the ending we got is different than the original ending. Of Scream Two, yeah, with Timothy Olyphant and uh, Aunt Jackie from Roseanne. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, then in, because he did Scream 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 and Scream Two were so successful, he got to actually do a drama. He got to do a drama in 1999 oh, that was nominated. Actually, the actress in it was Meryl Streep, and she was nominated for Academy Award for Best Actress. His movie's called Music of the Heart, which had, which is a true story. It was based off of a documentary about a woman who goes into Harlem and starts teaching 
a white woman goes into Harlem and starts teaching people how to play the Angel violin. of Bassett. They already did that a lot of his before. movies. They've done that movie several times. It actually was. People did get kind of mad about the whole, you know, white person coming in and fixing everything deal, but That's whatever. What we do. It was, <laughs> even though. <laughs> <laughs> Make America great again, guys. Even though Streep was nominated for Academy Award, the movie was a bomb. 2000, he did Scream 3. Scream 3 was a financial success, but probably the lowest rated of yeah. all the Scream movies. Yeah, see never seen it. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Um, 2005, he did Red Eye, which actually I've never, I like that movie. I've never I like seen. That movie. I've never I seen. That's uh, that one guy in Killian uh, Murphy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Rachel Cillian? McAdams. Or is it I think Cillian Cillian Whatever. I actually told Sarah just last night that and, we should watch uh, what's that. What's her name? Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah. It's a good that's movie. A good fil- yeah. yeah, that's a good it's flick. It's a good flick. Yep. I watched that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, he was 65 years old when he did that. Was he involved in the... Uh, when they remade Hills Have Highs? He was. He was a consultant. Oh, but he didn't direct? Okay. No, right. that's uh, Ornofsky. In 2005, he made a movie. He hooked back up with Kevin Williamson. This movie was supposed to revolutionize the werewolf genre. Um, it's called Cursed. It's actually got a pretty good cast. It had Christina Ricci. I remember and, uh, the... I, and and Jesse it, Eisenberg. I just looked it up. I remember the... Uh, you would think I was seen cover. that since I love werewolves so Here's much. the thing. I've never seen it. it well, don't. It, it's bad. Me and <laughs> me and Dean actually watched it. And uh, this is God. when I started saying Wes Craven may not be getting a pass from me any longer. So what Dean, year was that? 2005. Dean probably okay. loves it then, doesn't he? No, no. We hated it. We both hated it. Anyway, like, and I'm, I, I didn't know any of this. I, I decided I was just, you know... Whatever, curse sucked. Found out that uh, actually the movie was written by Kevin Williamson. He's I did not know same that. guy who wrote the Scream movies. After the movie was completely done, it was all done. They were going for. They were signed on to do an R-rated movie, an R-rated werewolf movie. Uh, the Weinstein stepped in. Oh, fucking ordered, jerk off, ordered, man. ordered complete rewrites. Ordered all kinds of rewrites, reshoots, everything. Completely ruined the movie. Changed the movie completely from what the story was supposed to be to what the story is now. It was supposed to be about three people who ended up being intertwined by a werewolf. Like like a werewolf bite. And it turns out to be something completely different. The movie is bizarre. It is not fun bad. It's just bad. It's fucking almost unwatchable. I hate it. Curse sucked. So... 2010 is the next time he steps behind the ca- the, the lens. And Five does, years later? Yep. He does My Soul to Take, which I've heard it was a passion project to him, his, that he was trying to get off the ground for a long time. This was the first movie I ever oh saw in God. 3D. It was fucking terrible. In, in the theater? In the theater. Fucking terrible. This let's, movie is so Let's take awful. bets on what the uh, approval rating on this movie is. Rotten Tomato? Yeah. 15. Seven. Nine. Yeah, it's bad. It was terrible. That's horrible. It was a horrible movie, and at this point, I'm really done. Like, I'm done. I remember you saying that. Like, my soul to take. I was so excited to see it. Didn't. It was terrible. I remember. In 2011, for the last time, this is the last time he he did a movie. It was Scream 4. Scream 4. That's his last movie? In 2011, he died uh, of brain cancer. He died. Man, of, he died of brain lives. cancer when he was seventy-six years old, August thirtieth, twenty fifteen. Um, here's my thing, though. With all that stuff, and Scream Four was fine. It wasn't real good. It's not horrible. It's not horrible, but it's not real good either. Um, Wes Craven was great. <laughs> like, I remember him in like, Jane's Hell at Bob Strike Back. He, I do too. He really only had two. Uh, 
two movies that where I could honestly say are not rewatchable at all, and that is Cursed and My Soul to Take. But for some reason, I felt like some of his older stuff was was shit, and it wasn't. So basically, I'm mad that I started doing all this research. I was an hour and a half into researching Wes Craven. I mean, and when I realized, no, he was great, and I've been a jerk all this time. <laughs> and, that, and now he's dead. And now he's dead. <laughs> so you cut off his free pass, and then he died. Uh, Maybe in essence, you killed Wes Craven. <laughs> you put that brain tumor. I, in I don't head. know. I I'm struggling with this one because if you think about it, Wes Craven is attached to a lot of stuff that we grew up hearing about, listening, watching, in in just the the general horror culture, right? Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's considered there's, a master. There's, yeah. yeah. But there's not a whole lot of great like films. Like really, really good movies. They're okay. He movies. revolutionized the genre twice. In 1984, when he did Nightmare on Elm Street, no one had ever seen anything like that. I would in agree 19, with that. And, and in 1996, did I say six? Yeah, 1996, when he did Scream. That I mean, the think of horror at that yeah. time. It was uh, fucking terrible. It was. Yeah. And it, I would agree. with He that. basically reinvented the genre to this whole meta thing with Scream. And I mean, then other movies came out. I still, I know what you did last summer, which is actually okay. I still know what you did last summer was bad, but then you have Valentine. You have like the remake of uh, uh, My Bloody Valentine. Those are two different movies. Uh, Urban Legends. All that stuff spawned from Wes Craven redoing it, good or bad. Yeah. But Wes Craven did it right. So what, what do you think? What do you think was the, was the reason for his his? I guess he was last... old. He was. He old. got really old, and in Scream Four, that's what that's my problem with Scream Four. It takes 4. A toll on you making because, movies, because, like man. I said, he was so in. He was seventy-one years old when he did yeah. Scream Four, and yeah. he's writing about teenagers. Yeah. And yeah. Granted, he wasn't writing. I mean, Kevin he, Williamson was writing, but at that time, I don't know how old Kevin Williamson was. What the? Where's his pulse at? I, I, I see your point though, because I almost picked Clint Eastwood. I mean, his pulse is in his body, but where's it? I mean, on the, it's on, gone, on, Chuck. On the generation, gone. where's the? Where I almost, can you take uh, the pulse I don't of the know. generation? You might have a point because I almost picked Clint Eastwood because I felt like he had this really huge uh, step up in directing, and then he he's kind of slowed down. Clint Eastwood, bit. yeah, because he's old. That that's my point. I could see I could see the and point. And what what was the last Clint Eastwood movie you saw? Flags of Our Fathers, I think. Unforgiven. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's done some movies since then. You ever saw that Gran Torino? Yeah, he's yeah. done a ton of movies yeah, since then. Ever see uh, Miller Dollar Baby? That was a great movie. I didn't like film. the end of that movie, but Trouble with the Curve. It's a great film. Trouble with the Curve. You ever see that? Yeah, I did. That's a good movie. Yeah, I, I like that movie. That has uh, fugly Amy Adams in it as well. Oh, it does. Yeah. What is your problem? I just don't like Amy Adams. I guess. Yeah, you have a thing. And the movie have Justin Timberlake in it too. Yeah, he's hot. Mm. So I, I wanted to bring something Brought up. sexy back. When, when I was researching this topic, I wanted Chuck to talk to this a little bit. Okay. Okay, so when I was researching this, this whole director thing that started out with really good, you know, films, yeah. might, might even be considered a visionary, yeah. things like that. Um, and then if you look at the, what they've directed and what they've done over the years, I started questioning it. What do you think about George Romero? George Romero, he always had... His later zombie movies were are not regarded well. Earlier in his career, it was he always tackled a subject, a social issue behind uh, a horror 
uh, behind did. a horror facade yep. where you know night of the living dead is actually has a lot to do with social issues it does it does yeah i mean the protagonist is a it's a black it's protagonist a black guy, yeah. and even after all this shit's gone down they still end up shooting him and this is this <laughs> like, is but, like, but this it, is in the middle of the uh like the six like the 68 69 where yeah, this man. is in the middle of like the movement racial of, uh, yeah like a lot of racial injustice racial yeah. tensions and, and george romero had the balls to do stuff like that and he but he hides it I wouldn't say hide it. If you asked him, he would have told you. But it, it's he later in his career, the zombie, the night of movies or the zombie movies, um, they were not as they're not good. He was probably phoning it in. And you know what? When he decided he was going to do a movie, like I heard, he was a really nice guy. Like I heard he's very open. He never wanted to leave Pittsburgh. Never wanted to leave Pennsylvania. Never really bought into the Hollywood system. Um, That's good. I just think yeah, it was a, it was a factor of being old. Old, and I mean he, he had he had made his bones. I mean you 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 think of Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, but he'd done a lot of other movies too that were really really pretty cool. Season of the Witch, his Season of the Witch is completely different. It's actually about a woman who is in an abusive relationship. I could go on about this all day. Uh, the woman We're who is in some honorable mention. Yeah, but he's done a lot of stuff. Him, I wanted to ask him look about it up this because when I when I looked it. him up, he was one of the directors that I picked. Because Martin. if you look at his his first film, obviously is is groundbreaking in every sense of the of the word. You know, his critical reception score on that Night of the Living Dead is ninety six percent. I mean, it, it is considered awesome. an American. That is a film right there. But then, okay, so classic, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. So then, so then he goes and he kind of has this burst of mediocre films. Season of the Witch. Ah, see, there. I've never crazies. Okay, the crazies is cool, man. Mediocre. Yeah, yeah, but from I I guess from a a critical reception, crazies was good. Successful remake is good too. So I guess the question is: is is he a product of? People going back and reviewing those films and seeing how good they actually were because when they came out at the time, they didn't do well at all. Horror movies have that stigma though that they're not, they can't be anything but blood and guts and gore. And he was one of the pioneers of, of putting something else behind it. Yeah, but wouldn't you say horror is the same as comedy and is like people it's would always pan as, that too? Yeah, but yeah, you know what? But it's harder to make people laugh than to like. It's cry. hard. It's hard to scare people too. It is. Exactly. It, it, you know, my my thing is. To like, I always look at. I'm a big horror movie fan. I'm a big independent horror movie fan. I know that a movie that may be weird or it may be any movie of any genre. If I'm still talking about it two days later with my wife, who I just watched it with, then it worked. It was great. And I'm not talking about that movie sucked. I can't believe we watched it. I'm saying if I can still remember it in this day and age where you can binge watch, and I. I've been watched uh, the Defenders. Yeah, I can't remember a damn thing from it. Yep. The, the Punisher. I just watched it. I can remember it more because I liked it a lot. But like, if I can remember, recall to you, like we were talking about that movie Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, like I can sit there and talk to you about it. I watched it a month ago, and you watched it a month after me, and it was that. Like I liked it that it was much. All right. Yeah. But, Mila really liked but it. But like you can tell like when I'm talking to you about it, like how much yeah. it hit me. Like I was still talking about it days yeah, later. Right. You can choose to like it or not. That's a really good. George point. Romero did those kind of things. That's yeah. a really good point. And it's just, and it doesn't matter what genre it is, but back then it was horror was schlock. It was schlock. It was bullshit. I mean, and the reason why I asked you that is just because when you look him up, I mean, he's been involved with just not just directing, but writing. And, and I mean, oh, I yeah. mean the whole zombie thing, he, he's he, a he, legend. he came up with it. He's right? a legend. So you have to give him that. But if you look, if you looked at his, his films that he just, if we're just talking about direction, 
He started out strong, and then yeah. then, then he just slowly got declined. He had a he couple never, bursts here. He, he and never there, stopped. But, he never stopped making those zombie movies. You right. guys might not have seen them, but he never stopped. No, he, he never. Oh, I know. I didn't, look I didn't see him either. I didn't see him either. Yeah, a lot of them I never even seen. Yeah, like there's Diary. There's 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 all kinds of them. There's tons of them. There's a there's a found footage one. It's not good. Okay, I had to bring that up. Just no, because. thanks. I'm glad you did. Another horror movie director that could be panned a little bit was Toby Hooper. What did he do? He did Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah, then he right, made right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, Poltergeist, uh, Poltergeist uh, Life Force, um, Invaders from Mars. Yeah, I I lost it. Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Anyway, okay, well, let's get into our honorable mention. Sec- uh, sorry, we got sidetracked to shit there, and I went off on a little tangent. No, it was a good tangent. And it wasn't funny, and I'm sorry. It wasn't but I'm passionate. I was trying to add comedy I'm into passionate. it, but it's, it's hard to make people serious. laugh. Right. We, we, we apologize. Any, I don't apologize for shit. I don't apologize either. Fuck go you. ahead. I, I so, uh, <laughs> what, go ahead, Bob. Start with your honorable mentions. I never really wrote them down. I could just name off a director off the top of my head that has some high expectations because of his first few films, but then just went to complete total shit give until he made a guess. rebound. Let us guess. Oh, what the fuck? Easy. I can't guess from that. You're going to have to give me more. <laughs> I, I, you can, let me, can I continue? Name is good. Can I continue? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, give us some films. Don't or just or give us bad. the bad movie. Yeah. The Happening. Oh, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. He's rebounded. Oh, yeah. I know. It's Big time. Yeah. Big time. Started off with Sixth Sense, then moved along to... Uh, Unbreakable, Unbreakable. Yeah, a great film. Signs, love it. Signs, I love Signs. Unbreakable, underrated superhero. Movie. It is. It was one of the. It was the start. One they're of making. The, they're making the movie right now. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. I'm, and I'm then, uh, um, the village. I thought it was good until the end. I didn't watch. it. I thought it was good. It's good until the end. Skip it. Think his, I think the guy's direction, the way he shoots movies, is gorgeous. But he got he got stuck into a thing of always having to have a plot twist. What's a twist? Always having to have a plot twist. Yep, the happy was terrible. The, yeah, it was bad. It was, what are you talking on. about? Come on. <laughs> you know who the bad guy was in The Happening? Nature. Mother Nature. Grass. John Leguizamo. Grass. No. Grass and Mother Nature. And I honestly thought John Leguizamo was dead and until I saw him in John Leguizamo. All the allergy causing particles in the air. That was the bad guy in The yeah, Happening. Yeah, that, that was wrong. It was Earth. Day. You know, then he come out and did the great Avatar. No, last it, no he forgot uh, The Lady in the Water. That was that bad of a movie. It was just really, extremely slow. Weird. And again, I don't like that Bryce Dallas Howard. And the twist was the lady. Why. The lady wasn't in the water. I wonder why she was found in the water. <laughs> Another redhead Bob hates. <gasps> Bryce Dallas Howard. I can't stand her. What? What else is she in? Jurassic World. Oh, I like her. She was in Terminator Salvation with Christian Bale Terminator. Oh, I like that too. I'm the yeah. only one in the world that likes that movie. I like oh, that, I like movie. that movie. Like, I don't have a I problem like that with movie. that. I, like I don't that have movie. a problem with it either. I don't have a problem with it. And then, uh, so from Lady of the Water, he did what, Avatar? Yeah, I believe so. Avatar was terrible. Avatar The Last Airbender, oh, the last not Airbender. Avatar. No, Avatar no. No, Avatar The so Last it, Airbender actually, was based off the, com- the, the cartoon. Nickelodeon off show. Nickelodeon. It, it that went, show was great. It went like this. It went, um, I'll just give you the list. Praying with Anger, Wide Awake, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, The Last Airbender, <laughs> and then the next movie. You know what it is. You know what it is? After Earth. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Worst. Oh, man. I didn't see it. I had kind of, you know Earth. what? Down Wolf. That movie, I could say about this. Great idea. Bad execution oh, and everything else. Hey. Good idea. The Visit. That's good. 
That That's was really good. Was good. That was a good movie. That's it was fun sleepy. as hell. And then Split. That which Split was, was what brought him back. That's a great Let me, film. Can I, I tell liked a it. quick story, spoiler alert for Split. Actually, it's not. I liked the movie, and then when the end came, the very end, the, is it in the credits, or is it in... I don't even know. I think it's at the end of the movie. The Maybe end, it is after the credits. When that, they, when they, that they part show happened... The, uh, they show the end, like... This is the end title. Then they go back into it. When I, when that part happened, I got up and was just like, "Oh my god!" I did too. That was like I the most too. amazing thing yeah. ever. I did the too. movie was good. I was fine with it. It was fun. James McAvoy was great. You no, know, I yep. knew I knew it was going to happen as soon as I uh, as soon as when James McAvoy was checking out his wounds and he started talking about how uh, you believe if you believe enough you can be who you want to be and they they kind of said that same thing in Unbreakable and then they started playing the music. That Bruce Willis figures out he's uh... all right. It is a spoiler. Yeah, I had you know, you got a lot of attention to detail because I haven't seen Unbreakable for the longest time. That came out I, on what like two thousand one or something. They call me Mister Glass. It's a great um, movie. Yeah, it, I watch it all movie. the time. I love that movie. It's a slow one. It is slow, but it's good. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really a slow builder, shot. but the payoff is great. So yeah, now his next movie is Glass. In 2019, it says here. So he's gonna have a huge, good for him. another high expectation. I'm good, because he was good. I hope uh, Micah doesn't ruin Glass for me like he ruined Six Sense, asshole. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny was I had well, six... no, Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> what? I haven't seen it. Um, I went back and watched Six. I didn't really. I was never. It was always Stir of Echoes came out. That's funny. The second time Stir of Echoes. Oh, we yeah. talked about it pre-show. <laughs> Stir of Echoes has been brought up, but Stir of Echoes came out, Stir of Echoes and too. I saw Stir of Echoes. I love Stir of Echoes. I love Kevin Bacon, that movie. movie's awesome. Except for the part with the fingernail Dude, breaking off. you know I have like a thing with that, oh. like, any kind uh. of fingernail thing. Like I, I, I can do any kind of gore, but fingernails and toes, that fucks no, me No, uh. remember in Black Swan but when she peels yes, off Yes, I'm back. That's why oh. I've never watched Black Swan again. Oh. God. And I love Come Black on. Swan. I saw Black Swan oh. at the theater. Um, but Gross. It, but, uh... I watched Sixth Sense again with the kids, like to, just to kind of. It was one of yeah. those, like the yeah, visit. Absolutely. It's a good, it's a good it's intro good, yeah. to horror movie, and um, yeah, Sixth Sense is great. The it is. I've watched it. The, I've watched it since then. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. I didn't like it at first, and then I, I liked when it. When it spoiled for you before you even watched I did, it, I didn't know. I knew already too. I think they've been kind of unfair to him though with their their whole rating thing, because like Shyamalan. Yeah, Split has got a seventy four. That's great. I think yeah. that movie's way better. Nah. They gave um, they huh. gave Unbreakable a sixty-eight. I think it, because because of the high expectations Sixth Sense gave. I think revisionist revision revisionist history on that one. Unbreakable is probably like his most under the radar one because. What Sixth Sense get? Eighty-five. Yeah. That was like that was like his first major film. That's right? his best. That's his best re- reviewed. Um, that was his first major film. Yeah. So who do you got on your uh, um, uh, dinner of the uh, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, Huey. Okay, I struggled with this one because I, I, I had I, I, I was going back and forth between two guys. Um, the reason why I struggled with it because they, they made a lot of great movies, then they, they, they kind of hit a wall. But every once in a while, they pop with a good movie. For example, um, this, this guy. So let's start out with one of my favorite films ever. Um, how do I, I? I don't want to even make you guess. Back to the Future. Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. So, you know, if you look at his history, he started out uh, directing. Let's see. I'm going to sort by directors. 
I want to hold your hand, used cars, romancing the stone, which I think is a good. That's a good movie. I think that's a good movie. That's a great one. He goes into Back to the Future. It's an Indiana Jones Which is great. Still a good movie. It is. It's a good movie. I really like that. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. Do you think he had his throat cancer? Yeah, from, was that the movie with Sharon Stone? Was that Kathleen Turner? No, that's Kathleen Turner. Kathleen was the Turner. second? Was the second? There's a sequel to that. War of the Roses. Yeah, and uh, that's not the sequel to Romancing the Stone. There's a first one. There's there's, th- there's three of movies there. There's no sequel to Romancing the Stone. I thought there was. Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile. Nile. Thank you. That's a sequel. Yeah. yeah and I have Michael is. Douglas in it too. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it was the same character or anything. I think it I think it is. I've never seen it. I think it's got Sharon Stone in it yeah, too. Yeah, it is. And people hated her. I just looked it up. Film stars Michael Stone? Douglas and followed by the sequel in 85, Jewel of the Nile. Oh. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yep. Hey, okay, so Back to the Future. Sorry. Um, he goes right into Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Excellent movie. Wonderful. Back Great. to the Future 2, Back to the Future 3. And say we don't want to go in my Who Framed Roger so Rabbit. So this, this, is, this, is <laughs> this is where it starts getting weird because while I think... I think I love Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3. Back to the Future 3 isn't all that great of a, of a film. Did he direct it? Yeah, he did. He directed yeah. all three of them. I like Back to the Future 3. No, I do, t- I do too. Some of the people I grew like up, it. I grew up as a kid watching it. But when you, when you, when I, I just recently Who wrote it? Uh, two and did. three had to be written. He did. He did? Yeah. You know what, man? If you came up to me and you said, hey... Because Spielberg directed, does he direct the first? No, Zemeckis no, did the Zemeckis first. Zemeckis did all three of them. All right, so he wrote all three of them too. Mm-hmm. Spielberg produced. Okay, mm-hmm. so Spielberg produced them. If you came up to me and you said we're going to do a sequel to Back, let's do a sequel to Back to the Future, but we're going to knock them both out at the same time. We're going to do two sequels. Yep. All right. Somehow incorporate them, and let's let's make them completely different. Let's go. I, I know this is how that pitch had to fucking go. Let's go into the future and let's go into the past. Because we already went to 1955, let's go back to 18. Let's go back into the freaking cowboy days. Yeah. I don't think you may not like Back to the Future three as much as I actually like three better than two. I like two. Two's I, my favorite. I like three. One's my favorite, but just because you could have left it at one, I'd been fine. Yep. But uh, it didn't go that way. I like all three movies. I love. Yeah, I, you, can watch, you can watch all three in a row, yeah. and that's the best part. Exactly. And because it's all out, one story. He has come out and said that they'll never be remade. Good. Well, Michael Good. J. Fox is a little. Michael, no. Michael J. Fox is shaky on the concept. It doesn't matter oh about Michael God. J. Fox. Oh my God! <laughs> it doesn't matter about Michael J. Fox. Zemeckis has the rights oh. to the movies. I think. Or Don't ever never remake. They're timeless. But anyway. you know how? They, hey, come on, they're that doesn't timeless. stop people from remaking movies. They're my timeless. kids, my kids, my kids are are ten or twelve, eleven, and ten, and they love the Back to the Future movies. And this wasn't me they're pushing great. them to them. Great. This my daughters just, do too. We watched one of them, them, and it's like, let's watch. Dun, there's another dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. There's another one. Let's well, be yeah. All right, so continuing on uh, to finish out Zemeckis, Death Becomes Her. You remember that film? Bruce Never Will- seen it, yeah, but I know what you're talking Bruce about. Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn. Didn't Mill a lot Street. of people like it? it? Was, it it's was, okay. It was okay. A lot of people okay. did like it. Then you go into... He made a lot of money. He made yeah. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is awesome. Turn around after that, he made Contact, which... Yeah. Ah, I've never seen it. Ah. Boring. Um, next big movie, What Lies Beneath. I like that movie. Next Michelle big, Pfeiffer, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is a bad guy. Yep. Next, Spoiler alert. Next big movie, Castaway. I like that movie. Like and this is where you start started declining. Do you know what he come out and said was in the uh, box on Castaway? Satellite phone. Satellite yeah, phone. I saw that on the <laughs> DVD extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you get into a decline here. I don't think The Polar Express is a great movie. Never seen it. Uncanny like it. Valley. It, I don't like it. Do you know what The Uncanny Valley is? 
It's when you see something on screen. Is it like, like Yodeling in the Valley? No, it's not like Yodeling in the Valley, Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's when you see something on screen that's animated and it's meant to look like a person. Yeah. But oh, okay. you can tell, like, it yeah. makes you kind of feel like this it takes, it makes you fucked up. Pretty much like CG still is. Yeah, pretty much. The next movie, <laughs> Beowulf. Never saw it. Bad. Same, same type of thing. Bad movie. Same yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah, with the Uncanny Valley. Wasn't thing. that uh, Angelina. Sean Bean? No. I don't think so. It's not. Who else is in Beowulf? Look it up. Angelina it's Angelina Jolie. I know, but who's, uh, uh, who's Beowulf? I'll get it in a minute. Oh, you got it already. No, I got it. Anthony Hopkins, Robin Wright Penn. Really? Um, Who plays Beowulf? That's a good question. Cast. Uh, Ray Winstone? Click Never on mind. It looked like Sean Bean. Yes. Yeah. That guy. That, that's not a. He was in the, the Departed. Oh, yeah, he was. Anyway, yeah, this he was, is great. He was the thug. This is great for podcasting. Yeah. The Departed. <laughs> he was, uh, Mr. Anyway. was Mr. French in Departed. So you got. Um, oh, now I'm all messed up because my director list is screwed up. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So what was the last one? Beowulf, A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Never seen it. Wasn't that also filmed you know in the what? same type I've of style? I've seen yep. it. Yeah, no, it was more animated than anything else. But I, I've seen it. I saw it last year, and it was it was fine. But oh, it really God. was like an exact adaptation of the Dickens Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Why do we need that? I'd much rather watch... Did we need that? Or was it Muppets just Jim Carrey getting a po- uh, paycheck? I'd, I'd much rather watch no. The Muppets do it. I didn't like or it. Or Mickey Mouse do it. I don't mm-hmm. really care about the Dickens one. Anymore. No, I mean because I'm getting everything. I'm getting everything from it anyway. Let me. We've already seen it a hundred times. Yes, it's uplifting. It's great. It's you know the guy moves mirroring Christmas. So yeah. anyway, anyway, so then he has a quick uptick. He did Flight. I oh, thought that was a good movie, flick. man. My parents, was a good flick. my parents tell me to watch that on a weekly basis. I think it's because I drink too much. <laughs> and then he did The Walk. That movie didn't the make walk. a lot Isn't of money, that, but that um, made a ton of money. Um, I didn't think it made it. Too. I thought I had great crit- Joseph uh, Gordon, whatever. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it, it bothered JGL, me baby because it was a remake. It's, it's the walk. Yeah, about the trapeze. Artist? Yeah, but I thought the I thought the original didn't do shit. It didn't. No, I thought the original was bad. It didn't. Then he, then he did a short film called Doc Brown Saves the World, which I'd never seen. Um, and then Ally. you know what happened in that one? No, Doc Brown Saves the World. No. Um, Allied, next movie. Allied. Oh, that's the one with that Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt, Brad Pitt. Never heard, watched was it. that good? I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. Got good I wanted to it see it. I wanted to see it. Never watched it. Sorry. Never watched it either. This guy's... He's, he's filming right now a movie called The Women of Marwin. Okay, well, he was fine. You know who's in that movie? <laughs> like, like, it's well, like, it's like Wes Craven. I guess like, he was fine. But when, when we talked in the beginning how, how we struggle with some of this. Yeah. Because, you, because like, he, like, he had this burst of great movies and then he declined really hard. Because that, that group of movies, the animated type movies, just were terrible. Well, you look at it too. Like, you think back, like, a movie by Robert Zemeckis. Like, that was a, that used to have that back on the there. Future, yeah. as soon as I think of him. Did he do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. No, who the no. fuck did that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. No. That was uh, uh, but, Rick Moranis. But he's been Moranis involved. With the thing about Robert Zemeckis is he's been involved as a producer or a writer in a lot of good stuff. It, but it used to, he used to be a top billing. He used to, he used to be at the top yeah. Robert Zemeckis yeah. film, and it's not anymore. Yeah, it's not. So in that in that respect, you're right. It's like 
You know what I mean? We talked too about uh, me and you were talking over a text like Christopher Chris Columbus. Yep. Which back in the day it used to be one. a big deal. If That's it was a Chris really Columbus. Yeah. It was a Chris Columbus. Film. I had high hopes for Pixels because of him. Yeah. Chris yeah, Columbus I was back. I like that movie. But actually, it's not as good it's, as it could have been. Oh, it's absolute garbage, but I like it. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fine. But like he I was did telling, the first Harry Potter. He did the first two, and those are the first. Those two Harry Potter movies are the ones people like the least. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> like they're long and they are boring. Yeah. Um, They're all right. My honorable mention, my first one, I have two. Um, I was actually doing the research on Wes Craven, and uh, a movie was on TV, and I started watching. I'm like, who the fuck directed this? Um, This guy, the same guy, he started with Critters back in 1986, which actually was a hit. It was a ripoff of Gremlins. If you've seen Critters, it's a fun movie. I like that movie. Um, The next movie he did was in 89. It was Bill and Ted. Bill no. and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The guy that did Critters did, did Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. And then the next movie he did was in 1991, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, no. which is an awesome movie with Christina Applegate. He's killing it in the 80s. The next movie he did was Mighty Ducks. No. Killing it still in the Kill- 90s. No, this guy's not, awesome. 92. The next movie he did was Disney's Three Musketeers, which wasn't that good. It wasn't that horrible. But it was. It was okay. It was all right. You know the next movie he did was after Chris that? Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. yeah. The movie did right. after no, that? Was all, right. all I can think of is, who did it? <laughs> Those are the real three musketeers right there. Sting, Brian Adams, and Rod Stewart. Fuck yeah. The next movie he did was in 1995. It was Mr. Holland's Opus. I big time was a good movie, Big wasn't it? time critical acclaim, dude. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus, yeah. all this I don't stuff. Care for it. This was him coming away from that comedy kind of thing. I had never heard I, Stephen Herrick, I have never heard of him. And he did all these I was just like watching Bill and Ted and I'm like who the hell did this and this is kind of funny the next movie he did was Holy Man oh, Murphy. God. here's his downslide bad the next movie he did after that was Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg in 01 <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad but it did find a cult following on yeah, it, rather than I Holy Man like that movie. they did Man of the House with Tommy Lee Jones in 05 bad Oh, he also directed 101 Dalmatians. Yes, he did do the 101 Dalmatians movies. The live action? Yes, yeah. the live action ones. He did do those. What year were those? Uh, 96. You know yeah, I was going to say, he's got a little bit of a gap I put in here because I didn't care that about those. That was before Tim Burton. He kind of came back, though. You know who he works with now? Dolly Parton. He works with Dolly Parton. He did Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. It's got a 78% on Rotten what? Tomatoes. It's a the biopic about Dolly Parton being young, a, a young Dolly Parton, what she went through. She did go uh, growing through a lot. up, growing up, is this like Joseph? She, she also did a Dolly, like a Dolly Parton's Christmas thing too, and it's not as good. But, no. uh, but yeah, this mother, this dude, um, yeah, it, it was kind of neat to that's, see like this guy. That's a good guy, one, that's like, a good one because that guy killed it in the eighties, yeah. man. I could not find. I looked him up six ways to Sunday, and all I could find was filmographies. That was it. I could not find shit about this guy. I, I, I have one. I think too, we shared one. this one, Chuck. Is it uh, Zack Snyder? It is. Yeah. We both... Yeah. Yeah. Zack Snyder. Don't feel the same about certain movies, but we feel the same overall, I think. Yeah, he started in 04 with Dawn of the Dead. Was that his first movie? Yep. Love that His first feature film. I freaking love that movie. Written by uh, Guardians of the Galaxy writer and director James Gunn. Dawn of the Dead, what the remake was. Are we going to talk about... It's good. um, Never mind. Continue. He did uh, 2007. He did 300. (laughs) Yep. Uh, which is 60% of Rotten Tomatoes. It was the third I biggest, didn't like it. Third biggest opening what? ever for, right. R, for an R-rated movie. It was all right. You know why I didn't like it? Ever. No. Because it was so much hype. Yeah. Well, I liked it. But this is the heyday of we're going to adapt Frank Miller graphic novels into books. Coming back to Alan Moore, he did Watchmen next. Love it. 
which Watchmen was loved, pretty great. My it, problem with it. Watchmen, like I know you read the books, guys, Gorgeous. and I've never yep. read the books to like see it's, how they were. It's drawn, a mini series. I didn't. I thought it was too long. It was just like long what he drawn did, out. What he you know did what I mean? was he didn't he didn't try to condense it. He he tried to make the graphic novel the graphic novel. One of the biggest critical things about a lot of graphic novel books that books that got a lot of talking in it too. Yeah, and there are a lot. Their books are very cerebral yeah. as well. More, more than most. And it's very hard to put cerebral ideas and in writing into into visual context. Like Word. the big example of that is like, um, which I think this movie is great, but like the Road to Perdition. It's I love great, that movie. It's, it's a great movie, but they missed a lot of very. Was that a graphic key. novel? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, uh, really. The other, the I did other, not know that. Yeah, it was a great graphic. Yeah, absolutely. You should let me borrow that. College borrow. It's good. It's great. I love that um, movie. That's one of my favorite Tom Hanks well, movies. Well, that's, that's a hard that's thing. Like, most, what, what, most you guys remember uh, the the graphic novel starring Johnny Depp and Heather Graham that was adapted from Hell? From Hell. I like that movie. Okay. So, oh wait, by the way, three hundred made more in its opening weekend than From Hell. <laughs> that was something I read. But I guess really? my, my point is, it's hard to adapt to a cerebral graphic. From Hell and its entire visual. run. From Hell. I thought Watchmen was great. Though. Yeah, so Watch, what was after Watch, Watchmen? Watchmen was awesome. I, real quick about Watchmen too. Had the greatest sound. Had a really good sound. Yeah, had a blue too. penis in it too. It did. Uh, uh, was there your movie, Bob? Is the Legends of the Guardians? The That's owl, my favorite Zack Snyder movie. Made yep. a ton of money. Yep. I went to the theater and saw it in 3D. Aside from Finding Nemo, that is the best. 3D animated film I've ever seen, and you should know I've seen a lot because yeah, I got yeah, a 3D yeah, yeah. TV. 140 million on an 80 million dollar budget. It's a badass yeah, movie. Yeah, I heard they were coming up with a movie. sequel, but I would I would definitely go see that in 3D. His next movie is one of those movies that uh, people probably don't like. I like it. It's all again killer soundtrack. It's the only out of all these movies because Leg- Legends of the Guardians two was based off of something else. Everything he's done to this point has either been a remake or something based off of something else. Um, and that's Sucker Punch. This was his own yep. original idea. Sucker I think Punch, it was complete trash. Sucker Punch is a garbage movie. It is. If you're looking for an actual cohesive, so what does that tell you about movie? His talent. If it was his, this is the only time he's done it. Yeah, it's the only time, and to this day, it's the only time he's done something original. You know what I mean, um, Sucker Punch uh, was his first original concept. He tried to do it as Alice in Wonderland with machine guns. And um, well, really, okay. I really looked at it like that. If you, I saw this movie and I was so blown away by the way it was the visual, by style. the way it was done, the music. I love the music in it. Every song in that movie is a cover of another cover. Yeah, like it, it's it's nuts, and I like that. I Except think, for the Bjork song. I think what's what's like, starting to happen. Bjork's here. house. Is, but is, she wouldn't give him permission because Bjork's a bitch. Bjork, it was just Bjork, and which is even better. It was just the Bjork song, and the song is awesome. I think what you're starting to see though with him is this evolution because he he hit it pretty hard visually with 300, and and then he hit it pretty good with Watchmen. He only got this movie because of Watchmen, and that's the thing is that he never really changed it up. Like visually, Man of Steel, uh, Batman versus Superman. Like they had that one of the big big critical things was the the tone of the, the tone of it, and then the other thing was the like the, the I guess the color the color tone, yeah. And then the other thing was the the insane amount of slow motion. Oh, he does that a lot. Shots, that does right? drive me crazy. Yeah, it does get annoying. Yeah, he does it a ton in three hundred too with the slow motion yeah. and the really quick speed up and then slow motion. And, and, and my biggest critical criticism of him is because at the end of the day, I when whenever uh, Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman is like on TV and my kids are watching it, I watch it too. It's it's not it's visually pretty, 
right? But the problem is, is that he's never he's never changed it up. He's never gotten more creative. It's it's the same yeah, visual how he, movie. How he directs, yeah, how it, he does things. Yeah. Like, a, like a certain grittiness. Yeah. Like a, yeah. It, yeah. It just hasn't changed, you know, and it's nothing special anymore. The, it was cool with Watchmen. It was like, whoa, this is visually stunning. He hasn't, he hasn't and then evolved. It just, you know, he has yeah. a style that he hasn't gone away from. Right. That he hasn't gone away from at all yet. And Sucker Punch is no different. Yep. It, I wish you would thing. try to try something it, else. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. I've never seen a movie where at one point they're fighting Nazi robots and the next scene they're fighting a dragon. Like, I've never, <laughs> no, yeah, I've never seen a movie right, that yeah. did that. I've only seen yeah. that movie and, uh, over here, and I think. let me tell you something else. It is one of those movies where if you're having a bunch of people over and you guys just be bopping around and walking around the house, if you have that movie on your Blu-ray player or DVD player just in the background... Someone will sit down and just end up watching it because yeah. it's it's visually great. Yeah, it was on mute. It was yeah on mute or even yeah because we're all gonna be talking. But if, even if the music was on, it's it's a good whatever. Cut out the dialogue. Just give me the action scene. But it can also be said is it's a good movie if you want to like turn your brain off and just sit it there is. and watch something. No, it is. It yeah, was absolutely. also uh, it was also um, criticized for the objectification of women. There are they are in skimpy outfits. They are in an orphanage slash strip club. Uh, a lot what of do you misogyny. Want? What do you want? I mean, like, you want like to be fully clothed again, like yeah, Amish people. Zack Snyder tried to say that it was trying, it was pro because of how badass they are with their guns and everything. Exactly. Else, that it was pro women. There's a case. I'm not going to go into it. There's a case if you read their articles that that say like, yeah, you can say that, but here's that that's that's one quarter of the movie. Three quarters of it is complete horseshit. So uh, and then his next movie was Man of Steel, um, and that was in uh, 2013. We know the we know and that's we know Man story. of Steel. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and then the next movie is Batman vs Superman. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it is what Justice. it is. It is what it is. Well, yeah. part we could do a whole podcast just on those three movies alone. I don't want to. So. I don't want to either. I like Man of Steel. Podcast. I do too. Ban- Ban- I, do too. I still Steel? have your Man of Steel. By I like the way. Man of Steel. Could have been better. Like could have been more. Oh yeah, I gave Superman's you fucking tough, dude. It's hard to do. It the is guy, hard to do. He, pulled it off. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about... <laughs> the story. The story itself. is It's tough. Well, it, the best description I can give you is that you're taking, you're taking a, a character that is invulnerable, and he cannot be beaten down. So what are you going to do? Put him up against... I just want to say with Superman, his best movie was Superman 4. Get out. Richard Pryor. Quest. I'm nuclear man. Destroy all the nuclear missiles. All right, we can get into a whole different podcast about that. (laughs) So you guys, you guys had the same guy. My my second, um, my second honorable mention is is an interesting one because it's not like he makes bad movies, but he doesn't make great movies. And he what he does is if you if you were to trend him out, he would go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. So let's start let's start from the earliest. And we'll just work our way up. What was his best film to start him off? Let's let's start the Duelists. Okay. Next, Alien. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Next, Blade Runner. It's back and forth every time. It's back and forth. Legend. Yeah. Flop. Eighty-seven. Some people really like Legend. Yeah. Someone to watch over me. I've never heard of it. Black Rain. That's Michael Douglas again. Thelma and Louise. Okay, big hit. That's a good one. 1942, Conquest of Paradise. Don't know yeah, what that is. Gerard Depardieu. This next one I really like. For real? It's about Columbus. Nice pull, dude. Wow. I'm not even joking. Holy wow. shit. 1942 is about Christopher Columbus? Oh, 1942. 14, oh, I'm sorry. 1492. Oh. Did I say 1942? <laughs> All right. Yeah, 14. Nice <laughs> yeah. pull. 1492. Wow. That's... Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> wow. Holy I'm like, shit. fuck you. Where the hell did he yeah. come from? Seriously, you guys don't know how much stupid trivia I got off my nose. You got it up there. there. All right. Uh, next movie I really like, White Squall. 
Good one. That's Jeff really Bridges. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Next movie, G.I. Jane. Flap. Yep. Next movie, Man. Gladiator. Great. One of my Great. favorites of all time. time. Are you are you not entertained? Best next, picture. Next movie, Hannibal. Eh. No. No, not good. Next movie, Black Hawk Down. Great eh. film. Never watched it. Next movie, Matchstick Men. Good film. I, like I liked Matchstick it. Sam. Next Sam Rockwell, film, Nicolas Cage. Oh. Kingdom of Heaven. I like that movie as well. That's with uh, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. I, I heard it was good, though. Next movie, A Good Year. Didn't watch it. A Good Year. Who was in that? Uh, I'll tell you. Russell Crowe. Oh. Good Year. I don't remember. I've What's never even about? seen the box of that. The box. The a Good Year. It sounds so familiar. Anymore. Max Skinner, whose parents have died in a car accident, spends his childhood summers, holidays, learning to appreciate the finer things in life. It sounds boring already. Yeah, I'm fucking Moving out. Along. Right. I've never watched yeah, it anyway. Okay. Next. American Gangster. Oh uh, man, you know what my problem with that movie was? That's the Crow. That's the Crow Denzel one. Yep. Exactly. You remember it, Crow Denzel? They build it top of the line. Oh, Crow Denzel, the first movie, the they first never time interact. together. Not until the last scene of the fucking movie. Nope. When he arrests him, it's like, come on. Next movie, Body of Lies. Boring. That's bad. Boring. Next movie. Oh my God, we just talked about this. It's more Russell Crow too. Robin Hood. Bad. I like that movie. It's I bad. hated I liked it. Hated it. It was a different hated take it. on him, man. It was a different take hated on Robin Hood. It. it was bad. Terrible. I liked it. It was bad. Next movie was okay. Prometheus. No. I love Prometheus. I'm done with it. I love Prometheus, I man. I thought about it. I tried to make myself like it. I don't. Next movie. Oh, it's good. Nope. Next movie, The Counselor. Bad. The Counselor? Who's in that? Everybody. Michael Fassbender. Um, it was written by Cormac McCarthy. Penelope uh, Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bam! You will flip for it. Um, next movie. Prometheus <laughs> was good. I'll go to fight in the Next movie round. is an absolute disaster. Exodus, Gods and Kings. I did watch that. What the hell? Gerard Butler, and this goes back to my thing, why aren't these actors that I like in better movies? That isn't movies? Gerard Butler, is it? Yeah, and Aaron Eckhart. No. Oh, that's Gods of Egypt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's Christian, uh, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, and, Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale. Who else? Who's that? Uh, who's I'll, I'll that tell you real movie? quick. So, it's, Exodus, uh, Gods Michael B. No, is it Russell Crowe again? Um, <laughs> it might be. Joel Edgerton. That's right. Oh, Joel I love Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. John Turturro. What the fuck are they doing in there? It was like a big budget biblical epic movie yeah, that I was just terrible. I watched it. it and then the bad. next movie wasn't so bad, The Martian. I love, I love The Martian. Movie, I do too. Man. I love uh, that movie. Then he hits right. Alien Covenant Based this of, year. I loved I, You know what? I went back. I went to the theater and saw Alien Covenant and it was all right. Was it? I haven't seen it yet. It's divisive. I got it. I own it. Yeah. And then I watched it again, and I really liked it. Really? Yeah, it's good. I haven't, I haven't had it's a good, to man. watch it yet, but I'm, I'm, I want to watch it's it. Good. It's good. Like it, it, like it's a the, the tone of the movie changes. Like at the beginning, it's all exploration. Like all those movies are exploration, and then they come and find out that the alien. But the it's a sequel to Prometheus. And if, I mean, if you yeah, watch, I, mean, I watched. Pre- I like Prometheus. Prometheus is okay. It was. I like Prometheus, and it ties in well with Prometheus. And then, and the, then it sets up the final mo- Prometheus movie. Prometheus is the epitome of a movie that I watched that I was really excited to watch, and I can only remember one part from the entire fucking thing, and that's the part with the abortion. That was one of the most extreme, intense parts I've ever seen. And that is the events. only part I can remember. And that part's I awesome. Thought it was okay. But you don't that, remember when they finally they turned the alien up or they, they talked to the? Yeah, that was cool. I. One don't of the engineers care. at the end of it. Yeah, I don't it was care. A good movie. Like I just, uh, you know what? And then it was be, a good movie, man. To be fair, the Alien franchise isn't one of my favorite. It is one of I'm my favorites. Not, I'm just, I, I'm not big into Alien. So Alien, Alien, Alien Covenant, and then the final movie that's going to come out this December is the one that's under all the controversy because they're reshooting the hell out of it because of Kevin Spacey. The Harvey Weinstein story. All the money in the world. All the money in the world. All the oh, money. What's that one about? Spacey. 
Well, Christopher Plummer is taking the place. It, it's about the... Uh, oh, it's that movie? I heard about yeah, it. Yeah. I heard they're replacing him. It's about I think, a kidnapping of John Paul Getty. I don't know that it's, it's, a, it's based on a true story. But any, anyway, I mean, it's really, going to be a stinker. For me, for me, Ridley Scott was one of those guys that like he, a, he hits really and then he, hit, he then he hits and then he hits and he misses and he hits. And if he you're a studio, you just have to hope that it's a hit. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. yeah, but with him though, see what's weird about at least Ridley Scott? It's not all the same. No, but see, he's trying this, different stuff. But then when you get into some weird stuff, he his excuse when he when he produces and when he writes, he, he's been in a lot, involved with a lot of stuff. Man. Oh yeah, a lot. He's been around forever. Uh, remember the A Team? Yeah, the, re- the reboot, terrible. It's fun, but it's I bad. I like that movie. It's bad, but it it's fun. Bad. I liked it. That's cool. And Mindless he, action he, movie. I mean, he pr- he produced uh, the new Blade Runner, obviously. Haven't so. seen that yet. I want to see it. No too. one did. Unfortunately, from All what right. I hear, it's great. Yeah, it's being reviewed well. All right, well, let's let's wrap this one up then. Yeah, man. I think so. We've been the uh, Bo Chewy podcast. That was a bunch of director stuff that we got. Completely off the rails with. Guest starring a wolf. Yeah, there was a wolf in there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we were just, you know, kind of bullshitting about this kind of thing. And uh, we had the topic and we wanted to go with it. And we yeah. kind of all realized that... All our directors, we just... That these guys did, that we've We've grown to not like yeah, and despise. Like, it's just like, hey, wait, they're wait not that minute. bad They're at all. really... We should just really like what they did. And, you know, it, uh, it was kind of a learning experience. I also want to say was. one more thing. Prometheus was good. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out <laughs> and we're done bye bye those are the real three musketeers right there Sting Brian Adams and Rod Stewart <laughs> yeah.